Welcome to the pregame with Matt and Jax. This is the pregame. I'm Matt. I'm Jax. And I had a bad dream last night. Football season was over. I must have dreamt that it was like February or something where I was an SEC fan. <laughs> right. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we have everything ready for you. We have uh, your top matchups, your pickums. Jax is going to fix your uh, crappy fantasy football team. And uh, this might be the best weekend of college football for matchups that we've had all season. It really is. There's just some matchups that could go either way this weekend. It's, this is one of the first weeks that we've been able to see that. Yeah, hopefully COVID doesn't knock it out. We've got <laughs> we've got IU versus Ohio State, Wisconsin and uh, Northwestern, and then Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, all ranked teams playing each other. And it should be some actual good football. I, I don't really understand how the uh, the IU-Ohio State game ended up being a 10 a.m. game for us. Sure, yeah, that's it, very bizarre, considering it's two top 10 teams playing each other. Yeah. But we're going to do the, uh, the the matchups here, and uh, uh, of course we can't have the two Big Ten matchups, because gross. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so, agreed. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State should be awesome. Oklahoma State has great defense by the, the mullet of Gundy, and uh, that's going to be tested a lot because Spencer Radler. Oh, bo- both defenses are going to be tested uh, a ton. Of course, yeah, the true freshman Spencer Rattler, 18 touchdowns, six interceptions. You know, I used to live in Oklahoma, and I can tell you right now, this is their Super Bowl for everyone in that state. There's no other game that matters. This one right here, and uh, it's it's always it always comes down to the last five minutes of this game. Yeah, 2,000 yards passing for him, you know, no big deal. <laughs> right, yeah, no kidding, yeah. Everyone's already hitting that mark this year, right? Yeah, right, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, just a, two t- tremendous offenses that are playing each other. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be at least 30 points on both sides of the ball. So uh, and I'm, this, I, I'm hoping, actually, that this is one of those four or five OT games. Yeah, bet the over. Yeah. Just go ahead and do that. Yep. Do yourself a favor. Right. Take a look at IU versus Ohio State. Uh, it's going to be a huge game. We've only got mm-hmm. like a handful of top ten battles this year, and somehow IU is good at football. Also, again, why is this game so early? It makes me so mad. I have no idea. But I will say this: if Indiana ever had a chance to prove themselves, given the fact that they just somehow keep winning, this would be the game for uh, nationally for them to really prove themselves. Although. I don't know what they're going to do against Justin Fields. I mean, 72 of 83. He's had 11 incompletions on the year. 11 incompletions on the year. 908 yards and 11 touchdowns and no picks. So Yeah, I use quarterback uh, Michael Penix Jr. isn't that bad either. Nine no, yeah. touchdowns, 1,100 yards through the air. I Absolutely. Mean, nothing, to, nothing to snuff at there, John. Sure. I'm, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you got uh, one of the top Heisman candidates going up against them. It's, it's going to be tough to stop. Take a look at the NFL, Rams versus Bucks. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, can the Rams shut down the awesome weapons Tom Brady has? If you ask Russell Wilson, they'll say probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, here's here's an interesting statistic. Rams have only given up a total of seven touchdowns in their six victories this year. And not only that, but Darius Williams, look out, but he's emerging as one of the top quarter cornerbacks in the league. And that's when you have Jalen Ramsey on the other side of, in that secondary. Uh, I think it's going to come out down to a lot as who's going to make more mistakes. Because if if Goff can minimize his mistakes for the Rams offense, for, for the Rams, they they need to force Brady to make some mistakes if they're going to win this game because otherwise, in a shootout, I think the Bucks have the edge in this one. Well, yeah, because just thinking about what 
what Tom Brady has mm-hmm. over there and then as disposable. Yeah. yeah two, it, uh, three, three of the best wide receivers in the NFL. They should be undefeated with, with, <laughs> really? with everything he has together right now. I think it's better than offensively. He has more weapons than he ever had mm-hmm. in New England. Yep. It's ridiculous. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the Packers and Colts should be a good one. The Colts defense is tough. I mean, they, they shut down Peyton Tanning Hill. They did. Although <laughs> Peyton Tannehill isn't the same as Aaron Rodgers. He is not the same as Aaron Rodgers, but he would like to be. And Aaron, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP A-Rod year. 26 touchdowns, three three picks. So, I mean, uh, you know, if here's the, what can happen for the Colts. If they can somehow limit what Aaron Jones and Devonta Adams are going to do, I think that's their best chance of winning right now. Of course, Philip Rivers, he's not exactly the same of Philip Rivers throwing 300 yards every game for the Chargers like he was, but he's still making the plays to win. And he can lie back on his back like a turtle and <laughs> pretend that he's going to tackle you. If you right, by. exactly. All right, Jax, it's time for you to fix everyone's crappy fantasy football All team. right, that playoff push is in full effect right now. I know a lot of playoff season, fantasy football playoff seasons are in the uh, upcoming weeks, so uh, there's there's not a ton that's out there really right now just, for, just in general, but you know, if you have somebody on a bye, if you have somebody hurt this week, you need a favorable matchup. Here's what we have. Jameis Winston, he will be playing for the injured Drew Brees for the New Orleans Saints. Now, while we all know that there can be several drawbacks drawbacks to putting Jameis Winston in your lineup, he has the Saints offense at his disposal with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, etc., etc. And it's a favorable matchup at home against Atlanta at well as well. So, there you go. Jameis Winston, in terms of quarterbacks, maybe if you have somebody on a bye or hurt this week, he might be a go-to guy. At running back, DeAndre Swift. Now, I doubt that there's any availability for him in your league, but if he's on your bench, DeAndre Swift needs to start this week against a not-so-great Carolina run defense. If you saw any of that Tampa Bay-Carolina game last week, then you picked up on that. Swift has emerged as the guy that's getting the most carries and putting up, uh, by far, the most production in that backfield. Last week, he had 16 carries, 81 yards, and five catches for 68 yards, so uh, certainly deserves a start in your flex position, probably. Uh, Kalen Ballage for the San Diego Chargers. Now, he's only owned in less than 60% of leagues, and he's put up respectable numbers for the Chargers the past two games with the injury to Justin Jackson. Last week, he had 23 touches for 102 yards, and so he is kind of worth a look if you have somebody on a bye or, or hurt, for that matter, in your backfield. Uh, Mike Davis is still in for the Panthers as Christian McCaffrey is hurt again this week. And he has a rather favorable matchup in that same game that DeAndre Swift is playing in against the Lions. So uh, that, that could be another one that starts in your backfield. Uh, at the wide receiver position, Curtis Samuel is still only owned in about two-thirds of leagues. Uh, He didn't have a good game last week, not at all. But against the Lions, that could change in a likely favorable matchup against that defense. In previous games, he had a touchdown in his previous two and 105 receiving games in his previous game as well. 
Uh, Jacoby Myers for the New England Patriots is only owned in about 40% of leagues, and he is playing a lot for the New England Patriots, getting a lot of snaps. Two weeks ago, he had 12 catches for 169 yards. Last week, five more catches, and he threw a TD pass. So he's very versatile in that who knows what's coming from that New England Patriots offense. So Jacoby Myers could be a weapon to use if you need to pick up somebody. Also, Christian Kirk didn't have a great game last week, but as a very favorable matchup going against the Seattle Seahawks defense this week and has six TDs in his previous five games. That's your fantasy guys to look at on the waiver wire this week in case you're needing somebody all right well we actually have some breaking news here oh breaking yeah, news yeah, no, wow. I, before we started uh, the podcast like 10 minutes ago okay. <laughs> we were we both talked about how uh there were rumors from uh from a co-worker saying that the wyoming game was being canceled and according to the mountain west uh due to the upward trend of COVID 19 cases Within the Utah State football program, the Aggies are unable to participate in the scheduled football game on Thursday, November 19th at Wyoming. Therefore, the Mountain West is canceling the game and declaring a no contest. There's no plan to reschedule the game. Uh, so COVID wins that one yeah. by, <laughs> by 50. <laughs> by 50, yes. Uh, that's unfortunate. It seems It's every week, man. It's it every really week. is. There, there are like three other large conference games that are mm-hmm. you know, having the same issues right now uh, there's also a rumor that wyoming's looking for another team to play so maybe they could just pull something out yeah it would be interesting there's no way they're playing tomorrow no well, they're, obviously they're, not they're yeah. playing you know saturday probably sure hopefully most likely ideally you know wyoming doesn't want to have two weeks off in a row that would be bad COVID. all right taking a look at your uh your odds betting odds and and pickums and we're going to start out with a matchin. None of these teams are ranked because they never will be. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But, you know, if you're looking to, to bet, you obviously bet the over. I will always say that on, on Mac games because True. there's no defense. Yeah. They don't recruit that. That's exactly right. It's just a bunch of kids in Ohio that were really good at offense. And then, you know, <laughs> the kids that weren't good at defense are all got scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Northern Illinois or Northeast Illinois. It's in Northeast Illinois. No, it's Northern Illinois. Okay. Uh, They're taking on Ball State. Ball State is favored by 15. Go ahead and take Ball State. Yeah, I'll take Ball State as well. Toledo versus East Michigan. Uh, Let's see. Toledo is favored by 6.5. I'm going with Toledo on that as well. Yeah, I'll take Toledo as well. See no reason not to. And they're usually pretty good on uh, NCAA Football 14. They can definitely put up some points, that's for sure. Uh, Central Michigan versus Western Michigan. Western Michigan is favored by a single point. So that means that it's basically even, and I'm just going to go ahead and take Central Michigan just for the hell of it. Western Michigan had a decent game last week. Uh, you know, I'm like I'm thinking that they maybe they've caught a little fire there. So I, I, I'm going to go with them again. All right, looking to Thursday with real football, we've got Tulane versus <laughs> <Real> football uh, <laughs> versus number 25 Tulsa. At least, you know, the, the – the conference of five. Or of course, yeah. you're right. Tulsa's favored by six and a half. I'm going to go with Tulsa. Yeah, I've seen Tulsa play, and Tulsa's, I mean, they're just as tough as anyone. So, I, yeah, we'll, we'll go with them. Uh, they've they've made it into the top 25, too. Good for them. So, you're taking a look at UCLA versus Oregon on Saturday. Oregon's favored by 13 and a half. Go ahead and go with Oregon. I have no reason to doubt that they're good this year in the, what, two games they've played? 
I don't think UCLA's had a good team since the Troy Aikman era, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Oregon here on this one. Yeah. I don't know. What was it? I feel like it was like maybe five years ago that they had a decent ranked team, but yeah. Oh, well, we ballparked it. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it that came from UCLA? Was it, was it Darnold or was it Josh Rosen? One of those guys came from there. Uh, I think it was Rosen. Yeah. 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 I'm going to see how that did him. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, Indiana taking on uh, number three, Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 20 and a half. I'm going to go ahead and stick with Ohio State. Even though Indiana's good, I don't think they're Ohio good. No, I I don't think they are either. I mean, Ohio State, they're certainly a national championship contender uh, for this year. And I don't think Indiana's near that caliber. I'm going with Ohio State. All right, number four, Clemson versus Florida State. Why are all these big teams playing so early? Whatever, doesn't matter. Clemson's favored by 30, 35 points. I'm going to say Clemson by a million. Because... By a million, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, Clemson. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and go with Clemson. I don't even, yeah, I, I didn't even look at the number of 35. I just assumed it was probably, oh, it's probably about 75. Yeah. I'm still taking Clemson. <laughs> Especially after losing and then having a bye week off and then getting Trevor Lawrence back. Exactly. They're going to burn down Tallahassee. <laughs> like, this is not going to exist after yes. this game. Number six, Florida versus Vanderbilt. Florida's favored by 31.5. Vanderbilt hasn't had a team since Jay Cutler was there, so I'm going with Florida. I'm going to go ahead with Florida. And by the way, is Trask a Heisman candidate now? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I, I still don't know. I, I don't trust him. He, he's, he's unstable sometimes. And. That that will give me the all the reasons to to think that he's Tim Tebow two point oh. <laughs> Just say number fifteen, Coastal Carolina, our boys versus Appalachian State. Uh, Coastal Carolina is favored by five and a half. I think that their run ends against Appalachian State. Wow, I am really shocked. I, I how dare you? I know. I, I'm sorry. Frankly, I'm sorry I mean... to our friends in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> they are going to be distraught. You know what? They're going to be distraught for a minute, and then they're just going to be out to prove you wrong is, is what's going to happen. And I think they're going to demolish Appalachian State. So I'm taking them. All right, number 24, Louisiana. Taking on Central Arkansas. I had no idea that there's a Central Arkansas school. Whatever. Is it community college? Don't know. Uh, Louisiana, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Raging Cajuns in this one as uh, Central Arkansas. I, I actually may or do, may not exist. I actually, do, <laughs> I, I actually do know where that is. And, and, and yeah, I, I will say they're not up to, to, to the caliber of Louisiana. So, Louisiana. All right, number eight, BYU versus North Alabama, which, again, I'm going to go ahead and say the same thing about that as I did Central Arkansas. Uh, of course, yeah. There's, uh, no, there's no spread on this. It doesn't need to be because BYU is going to beat them by 50. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they, they've just stopped with the spreads for BYU, really. So, uh, BYU, yes. And I feel bad for BYU because they deserve a seat at the table they do. for, a, for a, at least a play-in for sure. the playoffs, and they're not going to get it. No. Yeah. And it's not their fault. Like all the teams they had playing on playing bailed on them. Yeah, right. That, that's, that's exactly right. Which is why they're playing North Alabama. They're just like, uh, yeah, guess, right. I guess we'll get with these guys. Number seven, Cincinnati and UCF. Since he's favored by six, I'm going with Cincy because UCF isn't 
They, no, they aren't yeah. five years ago, UCF. Exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, not to mention the whole Blake Bortles factor in, in there. But Cincinnati, like, every <laughs> the biggest time, fraud of that draft. Yes, exactly. Cincinnati. Every time I've seen them, they've been pretty impressive. So I'm kind of so they'll they'll be in my not only six. I'm going with Cincy by about sixteen in this one. Ooh, look at you go! Yeah, I know. All right, here's the actual heavy hitter game. Number ten, Wisconsin versus number nineteen, Northwestern. Wisconsin's favored by seven and a half. I have no reason to doubt that they won't do that, especially after what they did at the Michigan Harbaugh's last week. Yeah, absolutely. And Wisconsin, I've said it from the start of the season, if there was anyone that could give Ohio State a go in the Big Ten, I think it's Wisconsin. I'm taking them with the spread. Number 22, Texas taking on Kansas. Texas is favored by 29 and a half. I'm going to take Texas with the caveat that, yeah, they'll probably win. I don't know if they'll cover the spread. They might only win by 28 because they may just call the game at halftime. Sure, right. Uh, no, it's Kansas. They're going to cover the spread. Uh, so, yeah, Texas, I, I'm going to say, yeah, Texas will cover that 29 and a half. All right. And the next game is that team from Kentucky that don't, they don't brush their teeth. Uh, <laughs> they, they kiss their cousins and all that fun stuff. UK taking on number one Bama. Bama is uh, favored by 30 points. I hope Bama wins by 170 because I hate them. <laughs> I hate Mark Stoops. I hope he trips and stubs his toe really hard. Not bad enough that you know he breaks anything, but bad enough that he gets a little black dot on his toenail. Yeah. And then he has to wait to clip it for a really long time. That's what I'm wishing on Mark Stoops. I will say this. If if you watch this game and, and Nick Saban is over there just throwing his headset when Bama's up 50, that's probably going to be the case because I don't expect the UK to even come near the spread in this one. All right, Kansas State versus number 17, Iowa State. Iowa State is favored by 11. I'm going to go ahead and stick with Iowa State because Pretty good. Yeah, Iowa State's pretty, they're pretty impressive overall. They just, I mean, they beat some pretty good teams too. And so, yeah, no reason not to pick Iowa State in this one. They're like third best Bradley in the Big 12. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. If you want to, like, cause they haven't played Texas or Oklahoma, right. so we don't know the measuring stick on that. But sure. Uh, I want to say that they're probably at least in that conversation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Number 23, Auburn taking on Tennessee. Auburn is favored by 10.5. You know, I'm going to take Tennessee on this one. I, I, was, I was kind of shocked on that one when I saw that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Auburn. I just think they are uh, they have they have too much talent on offense. And, um, yeah, for me, I, I, I see him covering that one. I just don't trust their quarterback, honestly. He's not, mm. he's not that good. He's not a great SEC quarterback. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll, we'll find see. out. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Number 13, Georgia taking on Mississippi State. Georgia favored by 25. No reason not to stick with Georgia. Sure. Even though they've been a little shaky, Mississippi State is not good. Yeah, uh, I, I just can't see Georgia not covering that spread, honestly. Uh, yeah, Georgia's just uh, too tough for that to not happen. I like this next one. It's uh, four, number 14, Oklahoma State taking on number 18, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by seven. And I'm going to go ahead and spoil it and say that we both took Oklahoma State. Like We did. <laughs> we yeah. both went against the spread. We were just like, by the mullet of Mike Gundy. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, really, I think this one's going to be within a, a few points, honestly. if it, Especially if it's the game that I'm hoping for, it's going to go to overtime and probably going to be within either three or six <laughs> based on that. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a, a barn burner between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So, uh, Oklahoma State, yes, they'll cover that spread. Number 21, Liberty taking on NC State. 
NC State is favored by three and a half. I'm going to go ahead and stick with NC State. I kind of went back and forth on this one. I did too. Uh, but at the same time, you know, NC State has they've they've looked pretty decent against some pretty decent teams this year. So uh, I, I I'm going to stick with NC State here. And I think both of them, both teams beat Virginia Tech. Yes, so, they did. Yeah. So that's something they have in common. That is correct. So that's why they swipe right on their Tinder profiles. <laughs> yeah. And then get a get a little Pac-12 after dark. This game is set for like an 8-20 kickoff, which is my favorite because I don't like football ending at like 9 o'clock. Yeah. How about you? I agreed. Uh, number 20, U, uh, USC taking on Utah. USC is favored by three. Don't know how good either team really is, but I'm just going to go ahead and stick with USC. Uh, yeah, USC, they looked pretty decent last week. And I mean, the yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead with USC. I mean, USC and Utah. It's, uh, that's, yeah, no, that's, I mean... That's a that's kind of how my thinking was. I, I I see USC winning that one. Yeah, just don't think of them of what they've accomplished before. Think of what they can accomplish now. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, switching over to the NFL Thursday night kickoff game: Cardinals and Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by three. I went with the Cardinals. You know, Seahawks have not been playing with a lot of confidence lately, and uh, just uh, some of their decision making, just in general, whether it's coaching or on the field, just hasn't been that great lately. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. They're playing well right now. Yeah, they are in a downward spiral after Russell Wilson was on a campaign to uh, scorch the earth at the beginning of the season, and now not so much as being talked about him being the MVP. No, yeah, he, uh, last week he looked like he he was on a campaign to uh, uh, force every turnover that he could. So, uh, and, and he was on yeah. a campaign to only get me six points in fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Arizona in that one. Steelers and Jags. Steelers are favored by ten. I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Steelers. I say they go ten and zero. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steelers are looking as good as anyone right now, and it's against the Jags. So come on. Who, who are on their like fifteenth string quarterback right now? Yes, right. Eagles and Browns. Browns are favored by three and a half. Sticking with the Browns. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Browns. Eagles still have just a weird. Things happening on offense, and I, I, I think the Browns, you know, especially with the return of Nick Chubb, are as tough as they've been all year. Absolutely, with two great running backs coming mm-hmm. at you. Are you kidding me? And You're also, right. the you know, the Eagles are floundering, begging to not win that <laughs> doing, damn division, doing everything they can to not win the NFC East. No one yeah. wants to win it though. It's no, big. It's that, like, that's true. It's ridiculous. Let's get rid of those teams. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I'll, I'll sign off on it. It's fine. You can blame me. All right, the Falcons and Saints. Saints are favored by five. You know, stick with the Saints. I think they're pretty good, even without uh, without Drew Brees. I think they'll still be okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, how much damage can Jameis Winston really do? So, like, yeah. especially when you have Alvin Kamara in your backfield. So, uh, who, by the way, is my front runner for MVP. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, stick with, uh, yeah, stick with the Saints uh, to cover. This next game is going to be probably one of the worst uh, football games of the week. It's the Bengals and the football team. Yeah, who made this matchup? Football team's favored by one and a half. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I mean... They're uh, going to pick up win number three. They're going to be better than... Three fourths of the uh, the NFC <laughs> the East. NFC East, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, yeah, the Bengals. I, I'm going with them as well. As uh, you know, they they have a little bit of talent on that on that offense. I mean, obviously Joe Burrow's rookie season. I mean, he's not not terrible back there. So yeah, uh, they'll they'll be up on the football team. 
All right, Lions and pa- Panthers, and there's no spread on this one. I think it's going to be another bad game, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stafford's still out, isn't he? Or is, or is uh, he okay? I think that I he's think... coming back this week. Okay. So Stafford will be back, but Teddy Two Gloves probably won't be for the, the, the Panthers, and they also won't have Christian McCaffrey. So sure. I'll give the edge to the Lions, even though they have no one on their team either. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the emergence of DeAndre Swift, uh, you know, uh, obviously, like he's making a push for rookie of the year, even though uh, that's uh, that's still debatable. But at the same time, he, like he's kind of solidified his spot there. And I think the Lions uh, offense just is going to be able to put up too many points for the Panthers. So. Titans and Ravens. Baltimore is favored by six and a half. I'm going to stick with the the Ravens. I'm going to stick with the Titans here. Now, not to say that they're going to win that game, but I think it's going to be closer than that six and a half spread. I was shocked it was actually that high because uh, I think I think these were two relatively evenly when it comes to talent wise anyway evenly matched teams uh obviously different styles but I, at the same time uh yeah i think it's gonna be within that six and a half spread don't know if the titans can pull that off though so all right we got the patriots versus the texans patriots favored by two i'm going with the texans because i have no faith in cam newton to win a football game for the rest of his career yeah it, not just uh, this game not just this season. I think he's done. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen anything impressive out of him all year whatsoever. Texans really have nothing to lose going into this game, and and Deshaun Watson's really been stepping it up. Really, even though despite their only two wins this year, he's been putting up like really impressive numbers. So I I think their offense kind of rolls on on this one, and I'll take the Texans. Yeah, and hopefully for uh, for the Texans, you know, they don't have fifty mile an hour wins to. To, to, go against. to battle against, yes. Yeah. yeah, the the Browns definitely had some extra defense there. Dolphins versus Broncos. Dolphins are favored by three. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. I think I think Drew Locke, he's he keeps showing me that he's kind of good, even though I don't know if he's gonna play or not because he's still questionable. I, I really don't know why you're such a Dolphins hater. You are uh, like never want to take the Dolphins. They're six and three now. They're rolling pretty good. They've won five straight. I, I think it's got to be the Dolphins. So I told you a couple weeks ago. I said the Dolphins are for real, and you're like, no, they're not for real. They're six and three. They're not for real. No, <laughs> they're still not for real. All right, we'll we'll find out this week. Jets and Chargers. Chargers are favored by eight and a half, which. Quite a bit, but they're playing the Jets. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, it's the Jets. Chargers have been in every game this week. Even last week, when they got down by a couple scores, they managed to make it a one-score game at the end. So uh, yeah, the Chargers just have too much talent to not win, not cover that spread. So uh, yeah, the Chargers. Packers and Colts. Colts favored by two and a half. I'm going to go with the, the Packers for obvious Aaron Rodgers region. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's the main reason too. And and uh, Devonte Adams. I mean, even when you think you you've kind of contained him, like you should, like the last week he showed up and got the game winning touchdown and, and everything. So it's, I mean, they're just tough to stop overall. Uh, so yeah, Packers. All right, Vikings versus Cowboys. Vikings are favored by seven and a half. I'm going to go ahead and say the Dallas Cowboys are tired of losing with uh, whoever's quarterback this week. I don't know if it's Jonathan Moxon or, <laughs> or who. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yeah, he took his Brown University scholarship and then he came back and got drafted. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the Vikings, hey, they they showed some signs of life this past. I mean, they've been showing signs of life their past few games, honestly. And uh, I mean, I don't know how Dallas is going to stop Dalvin Cook. That's that's my thing right there. Yeah, Vikings all the way on that one. All right, the Sunday nightcap. Chiefs versus Raiders. Chiefs are favored by seven. I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Chiefs, even though I think the Raiders are a really good team this year. Raiders are really tough this year, hence only, the only loss that KC has had all year was against them. And so that's why I think the Chiefs are going to play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and uh, definitely cover that spread, not to mention the Patrick Mahomes factor. So, Absolutely. And finally, the Rams versus the Bucks. Monday night game. Bucks are favored by three. I'm going with the Rams. Now, I hope you're right, personally. But uh, at the same time, I don't. I don't know. I I, uh, I think the Bucks just have too many weapons. Although you know, Rams showed what their defense can do against some very highly offensively talented teams. Uh, but at the same time, I think Bucks make the least mistakes, and I think they're going to cover in this one. Either way, it's going to be a good game. It will be, and yeah. I hope both teams I, and have I, fun. And I hope I'm wrong on that, but <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's going to do it. And next week is the return. A college f- basketball. Yeah. So we'll have college basketball to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about that. So we'll have uh, college basketball bets on this. So, uh, you know, just sit back and relax next week because it's going to be a long one. It will be. Yes. Uh, uh, man, it's going to be it's going to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. The college basketball just that like just I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. We will catch you next week. You just listen to the pregame with Matt and Jax.